Hi, and welcome to Gyno Appointment Overdue, a sports examination by women. I'm Sydney. And I'm Lucy. Welcome back to our show where we delve into the male-dominated world of sports commentary. Heck yeah. With our unique, feminine, hyper-feminine perspective. <laughs> Super-duper feminine perspective. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that's, I, that's pretty much it. Um, Sydney, today we're going to be talking about something that I'm pretty sure you don't like. Oh my gosh. Wait, let me guess. Okay. Cilantro. No. Today we're going to be talking about a little sport, a little sporty called okay. UFC. UFC. Tell and me what this stands for. No, I was going to ask you, do you know what UFC stands for? Oh, okay. Let's ask the audience. Do you know what UFC stands for? No, you know UFC. <laughs> UFC is the one with the guys in the octagon. Oh, where they're oh, punching this the is shit out of mixed, each other. This is mixed martial arts sort of, um, this is like boxing, but on steroids. This thing? Yes, yes. UFC is, stands for Ultimate Fighting Championship. Oh, UFC, straightforward. Yep. It's that one that you've seen on TV, probably at a bar, and you're like, oh my God, those guys are literally killing each oh, other. the one that just looks like a gladiator <laughs> fight without weapons. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. And I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory today because even I didn't really know how gladiator-like UFC is at its origins. Like right. when it first started, dude. Should I tell you my bias about this before we even get into it? And then we'll see if it's huge changed. disclaimer. Sure, Sydney, give us your bias. Huge, huge disclaimer. Um, my so this this sport I've seen occasionally at bars. My my bias towards it is that I think it's way too violent. And yeah. and and this sounds this is weird because I like the violence within sports. I like aggressive sports, but I feel like I'm I'm less inclined towards sports where the scoring is based on how much you've hurt someone. Right. I like in hockey right. when there's fights. I like when there's aggression in football and basketball, you know, even though I'm not saying that that doesn't lead to like injuries, you know, and we're increasingly finding like long-term injuries. Right. But at the to... heart of this sport is hurting each other. Exactly. And I feel like there's like, there's some obfuscation from that in the other sports where it's like, yes, that is part of it. But like, there's also other things. And I'm not saying that mixed martial arts doesn't have any technical skill to it. Obviously has a ton of it. But it's like, ultimately, you're scoring based on how much did you hurt the other. It's basically a question of which one of these two men could have killed each other. Yeah, I think that. No, I think that's what it comes down to. And I say this as a person who loves boxing. I think boxing is a beautiful sport. I really do. And for some reason, UFC, even though I'm not going to be fake right now, I get kind of into it. I paid for the last pay-per-view of Conor McGregor to fight Dustin Poirier. Okay, I'm not going to let's not beat around the bush. I do watch it, but it it does kind of like trigger something. I'm like, this is not okay. Do you feel something <laughs> in your hind brain reacting to it? Like some, it's some part of you, no matter how much you like the technique and stuff, some part of you is also like, kill him. Some, yeah, there's some bloodlust <laughs> that gets triggered that I feel like, because I feel like, here's the thing about UFC, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like if I could turn off the part of my brain that like worries about them, it would be the best sport in the world yeah. because it is ultimately just the sport of like, which of these two men could kill each other. I know it kind of gets down to the heart of competition, right? Which is like, yeah. okay, which of you is like more physically dominant than the other? Right. It's something very primal. And totally. I think like, I understand the appeal, but I'm also saying like, I think we're kind of just seeing how close we can get to like gladiator fights without going over. Okay. You know? Well, dude. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's tell a, me, tell me about the origin. That's a great transition because at, at its beginning, it just was a gladiator sport. Okay. When it first started in the first ever UFC fight was in 1993 in Denver. And I just want to say, first of all, all this information came from Bleacher Report, Adam Hill, 
Let's link the article. It was very informative. Okay. Okay. But basically it started in 1993 in Denver and it started as an eight man tournament. They just threw you into the cage. They fight in an octagon. It's like caged. So they'll say like, you know, it's like a cage fight basically. Mm. They throw you in the cage and it was advertised as having no rules. There were actually three rules. (laughs) Don't talk about UFC. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about ultimate fighting championship. (laughs) No, but the rules were no biting, no eye gouging, no groin strikes. And this is why I couldn't be in it, frankly, because you've just (laughs) taken away my whole arsenal. (laughs) Those were my main moves. No. So that's how it first started. There were no rules. And it was just like, it was like a bloodbath. Like it was just, there were no judges. It had to end in a knockout. So. UFC today, which I'll explain more. UFC today, it's actually scored. There are rounds. Usually somebody ends up knocking somebody out, but let's say that doesn't happen. It does come down to points and the points are awarded based on, you know, technical skill and how many hits you landed. Like there's an actual like formula to it. Can we clarify what we mean by knockout? Sorry to interrupt. I just, I get confused by this because I always thought knockout and boxing that you physically made them unconscious, but does it just actually mean that they can't get back up? Yeah. A knockout. Okay. So a knockout can go a lot of different ways. It can be a referee calling it. A ref can say, okay, this fighter is not okay to fight anymore. So even if sometimes a fighter will get up and say, I can keep going, I can keep going. And a ref is just like, you're done. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes a ref will say like, okay, hold up your gloves. Like in boxing, they'll say, hold up your gloves or something. And if a fighter is like unresponsive or something, they're just like, no, you're done. So like and, you cutting off your friend at the bar. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Sorry, pal. It's uh, it's gone too You're much like, to your head. They're like, no, I can say the alphabet backwards. You're like, no, 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 You're no. Like, no, walk in a straight line right now. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So basically a ref can just be like, this is done. That happens in UFC a lot. I would say, because you know, sometimes somebody will just be like pummeling the other person on the ground and the ref, like will literally like jump in and like body block and be like, it's done. It's done. Right. Because it's basically, mm-hmm. if you're a defenseless fighter, the ref needs to call it. Right. And this, and this is what I mean. This is what I mean about getting us to the edge of Gladiator. Because in, in Gladiator, then at this point, they'd look at the emperor and the emperor would either give a thumbs up or a thumbs down for whether or not you should kill the guy. Is that accurate? Any, any <laughs> is this accurate? No, this is accurate to the movie Gladiator. Is it accurate <laughs> to gladiators in real life? I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Too, I don't know. Debatable. But... Yeah. So it could also be your corner could call it for you. Your, your coaches, your corner is like your coaches, your trainers, all your people, Mm -hmm. they could say they're done. They're done. Call it like they're done. You could also tap out yourself. So sometimes you'll see that in UFC where somebody's about to get their arm broken, Mm -hmm. they'll be in a hold and the other opponent is just like clearly about to break their arm in half. Right. They'll just, that's where you see tapping out. That's when they hit the ground a bunch of times. That's their way of saying, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So at that point, the fight is over. That qualifies as a knockout. That's you're done. So that's also a knock. So it doesn't actually mean they're unconscious. Because no. that's always like what I thought they meant. I was like, no. wow, this sport is going to just lead to the amount of. No, I've never seen somebody unconscious after a fight. Okay. I, I mean, I've seen people in horrible shape. I've never seen somebody totally unconscious. No, because I always they were like, yeah, it turns out at least to a lot of head trauma. And I was like, no shit. They keep getting knocked out. But now I realize that it just meant they couldn't fight anymore. Not that they actually. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not a knockout, like, oh, you're completely, you know. Because that's bad for your brain. Like, well, yeah, bad, bad it's for all, your brain. I'm pretty sure all of this. I mean, all of it's probably <laughs> it's bad, bad for your brain. For your brain. <laughs> um, so anyways, so this first fight in 1993 in Denver, like, literally, like, dudes were getting, like, their teeth, like, knocked out. And it was, like, flying past, like, you know, people watching. Like, it was just, like, crazy shit, okay? And, mm-hmm. but the pay-per-view sales were crazy. Like, people were into it, you know? Yeah, because it's. It's primal. 
Yeah, it's very primal. Okay, so then in 1996, (laughs) okay, so it was so popular after that 1993 fight, it was supposed to be a one-time thing that they started having some more of it because they were like, this is interesting, Mm -hmm. right? Watching people try to kill each other. This is fun. This This could be fun. fun. Yeah. So John McCain, rest in peace. Wait, John McCain, the senator? John McCain, the senator, the one and only. Whoa, did he get in there? (laughs) (laughs) No, so he comes out in 1996 and he says, this is despicable. He says, this is like human cockfighting. And he starts this, I rarely agree with John McCain. (laughs) (laughs) And he starts this crusade against the UFC and he manages, credit where credit's due, he gets it banned in all 50 states. Damn, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, John McCain. Well, he was a huge boxing fan, is what he said. Oh, and he said, this is a bridge too far, man. <laughs> he said, I liked watching you guys punch each other, but this is just... Now y'all kicking and I'm done. I'm out. Exactly, exactly. Although, so, classic John McCain move. If I don't like it, nobody gets to have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I'm like, why'd you have to ruin it for everybody? Did you hear about the pay-per-view sales? Did you People- hear about the pay-per-view, though, John? People were into this, bro. Okay. But you don't like it. Okay. So um, the UFC was like, okay, let's get some rules or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. And that's when they start instituting some time limits, some rounds, a 10-point scoring system. So after each round, there's going to be judges. Um, So more like boxing now. More like boxing. And there's also going to be weight classes, which that does help. You know, you don't want... You don't want 200 dudes, 200 pound dudes fighting 140 pound dudes, right? Oh, wait, so you just had huge guys pummeling little guys before. Dude, it was an eight man tournament. It was a free for all. Whoa. Yeah, it was a total free for all. So they say, okay, like, fine, let's get some rules. Um, and, you know, they just got some rules to make like soft ass motherfuckers like John McCain happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, okay, John, now they have to be within 20 pounds of each other. You happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And so, um, and so they, the rules that they instituted were like pretty simple. It was just like you can't throw elbows to the back of the head or neck and you can't kick a downed fighter. So pretty much the bare minimum, but yeah. Okay. So you can't, or no, you can't kick a, you can't kick a downed fighter in the face. It's very specific. Oh, so you can get him anywhere else, but you can. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, not the face. Oh yeah. But honestly, even after these rules, like, I guess people were still like kind of disturbed and it also just wasn't sanctioned in very many states. Like you couldn't have very many UFC fights because a lot of states were like, that's not happening here. Like that will not happen. That's when in 2000, Dana White, this is the current president of the UFC. His name's Dana White. And just to paint the picture, he's indistinguishable from Joe Rogan. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You got, you got a vision now, right? Ooh, yeah. Steroided up. (laughs) Yeah. Balding. Oh, bald. Not bald. balding. Balding. I mean, not balding. Bald. Bald. Yeah. This motherfucker is bald. So he looks exactly like Dana White. There's a lot of, I mean, a lot, exactly like Joe Rogan. There's a lot of memes about it. Basically, in 2000, Dana White buys the UFC with a couple of other station casino executives. And I cannot believe this shit. They bought it for $2 million. That's it. And this is now a multi billion dollar industry. It's right up there with. The NFL, the NBA, I mean, it's like a, I mean, not quite that much money, but it makes a lot of money. It's a multi-billion dollar industry now. I mean, this is the only real mixed martial arts fighting league out there. This is the one, you know? Okay. So they buy it for $2 million. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then the sport is definitely helped by, in 2001, the New Jersey Athletic Control Board develops a set of unified rules for mixed martial arts. 
And once you have unified rules, that really helps because then right. there's consistency across states. There's consistency across um, different divisions. Like it really became like now they had a set of rules. They had attire rules. They had, you know, length rules, foul rules. They had everything. And there's like 30 rules. So they've come a long way from no biting, no groin yeah. shots, no <laughs> 10 times as many rules. Yeah, pretty good. A 1,000% increase in rules, UFC. Not bad, huh? Not bad. So yeah, this was huge for the success of it. And now it's, um, now it's sanctioned in just about every state except for New York. New York's still like... New York said, hey, I think we might still just be watching people hurt each other. <laughs> Boxing? Cool. This? No. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, like, like Madison Square Garden is like this huge venue for boxing. And then it's kind of interesting that they haven't ever had a UFC fight there. That's like a whole different topic, though, for us to delve into someday is like the difference between boxing and UFC, because I also have my own issues with boxing, too. I know you enjoy it, like, and I get it more because there's a little bit more like regulation. But ultimately, the scoring on boxing is still how hard did you hurt the other person, you know? Okay, huge. But nowhere near UFC. Huge correction. Okay. They have fought at UFC now, or they have fought at Madison Square Garden now in UFC. Oh, New York, you caved. They caved. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I just had to fact check that because I knew this article was a little bit old. But yeah, no, it's totally legal in New York now. This shit's everywhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, and John McCain even said, the sport has grown up. Aww. <laughs> John McCain got into it. I mean, it did sound like so barbaric at its, at its origins, dude. It just sounded like a straight up gladiator fight, no, right? No, that is, I mean, I've always thought that like whenever I see that come up in bars or in restaurants, I always think this is like super barbaric looking, but like, I guess it's actually improved a lot since its origins. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has. And also I think UFC, I want to give UFC credit here. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting because the fighters all come at it from different styles. So here are the main styles that exist in, okay. So with boxing, there's one style of fighting and that's boxing. Right. With UFC, it's mixed martial arts. So there's a lot of things that go into that. So the main styles are wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai. I'm probably saying that wrong. Mm -hmm. Taekwondo and karate. So what I like about UFC is you do end up with like one motherfucker's trying to kickbox you and another's trying to do jiu-jitsu and just get you on the ground and like, you know, put you in a headlock somehow through like this crazy wrestling move and like it is interesting to see different styles different fighting styles come together i will say that yeah that is i mean that is interesting that is kind of like the um oh man was it was it actually nash was it actually the uh, nature channel that would do this or was it another channel that would do the whole um like who would win a crocodile or a jaguar and then they would like have it like, <laughs> I don't think that, I feel like those were just YouTube videos, but I also remember our brother asking that all the time who would win a, a beaver or a, or a raccoon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Beaver or duck who gets it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is. Yes. It's, it's exactly like, but that. it's, it's that like, exact kind of instinct in us. That's sort of like, which one would win like karate or jujitsu. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, I don't know. Take a look. Well, I just feel like this is just like such a not Sydney approved activity. You know, like, I just feel mm -hmm. like this is like really like, I don't know if you look at me as like a monster for like really watching this quite a bit. No, no. no. Yeah, I should clarify. I really don't judge people for liking UFC because I really do. I get it. Like, I do get it. I really when I say there's something primal in it that's appealing, I mean it like it's not that I don't feel that thing. It's that I'm just like there's some part of me that just like 
I can't not wince when they get hit and I can't not worry about the blood. And maybe some people can just, and maybe it's not even unfair. Maybe some people can just kind of compartmentalize that and be like, well, they did sign up for this. I mean, this is their choice and they're making a lot of money doing it. So, you know, that know. is the, that's the, you know, and so I'm not even saying they're wrong to do that, but I do think there's some part of me that just like, I get the primal instinct, but I also like some like part of me is also like, so like repelled by the, the degree to which they're just harming the other person, you know? It's so violent. It's so violent, dude. Like even the way we talk about it, like when I'm watching and like somebody's like taking all these punches and like their face is so fucked up, I'm like, God, they're so like, they're so badass for like taking all that shit. But it's like, no, they're just like insane and probably mentally damaged. <laughs> they probably came into this a little mentally damaged to even sign up. And then they've probably gotten <laughs> like, I can't imagine what if your kid just says to you, like, I want to fight. Yeah, here is my hot take on here. Here's one hot take, though, on UFC. Yes. Um, UFC is for the kids when they were like eight that tried to do karate class, but then they were told by their instructors that karate can only be used defensively. And they said like, well, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so accurate, dude. It's <laughs> just like, no, I'm actually trying to hurt some fools. They were like defensively for what? Like <laughs> they said, so I can never attack. And they were like, no, 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 this can, their sensei was like, no, this can only be used defensively. And they were like, I'm like, out. It's a no from me, dog. That's a no from me, dog. <laughs> but there's some interesting characters in the UFC, and that's why I think we need to do a more in-depth dive on like Conor McGregor. This name I have heard, I will say. Yeah. Conor McGregor's a Conor McGregor's a legend. He that guy is like a master at selling fights. I mean, nobody is more entertaining than Conor McGregor, but it's crazy because like I don't think that dude can fight anymore. So like we're just paying him like forty million dollars to get into a ring and lose. But also forty million dollars. Picture if you're making tens of millions of dollars and you know you just have to go into a ring for like or an octagon, excuse me, and just get your mm -hmm. ass kicked for like ten minutes. Like, would you do it? I might do it. Yeah, I mean it kind of does become like that, like that uh yeah, maybe. I don't know, for $40 million would I go get my ass beat for 10 minutes. Maybe like somebody's just going to wail on you. You down? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah. And, and that's the thing, but here's the thing, especially with Conor McGregor's fights. What's so funny is that's also like the, the most, that sounds like it would be then if he really cannot win the most horrifying fight to watch. No, I mean, it's not quite like that. Like his most recent fight, we won't get into it, but like he broke his leg. Okay. In the first round. And some people thought that was kind of an excuse. Like, Oh my God, my leg's broken. Like I can't go anymore. Like, it's not like he's getting like destroyed abused pummeled but like he's getting like he clearly doesn't have it anymore you and know, so he's not winning fights you, you know? know these fools have never thrown a punch that are like that are like oh your leg's broken get back up it's like dude, like, <laughs> dude have you ever broken your leg like, well i think like it was that's the weird thing about about fighting is you can almost kind of like blame it on i don't know like losing a fight like you have to tap out or like you're actually like incapacitated is different than like a medical thing. And that's right. why I think he kind of like was happy that it was because of a, an injury. That's true because that's like, he could say I wanted to keep fighting, but like my body wouldn't let me because for some reason we, we were like, oh, that's acceptable. But if it's like, I just didn't want to be hurt anymore, which is a totally reasonable reaction to being pummeled. We're like, you pussy, get back in there. Oh, jeez, what <laughs> happened to you? You used to be such a man. Get back in there and get punched. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's another interesting thing is women's UFC. And I think, like, m men's UFC definitely taps into that primal thing. Women's, I, 
is a little different. Maybe I think, I think people are a little more uncomfortable or unsettled by women beating each other up. And initially I think there was a lot of pushback to women's UFC, but now with people like Ronda Rousey, that was way back in the day, but she really accelerated. Right. But I know that name. Yeah. Yes. Ronda Rousey people. I wrote a college essay about wanting to be roommates with Ronda Rousey. I don't want to talk about that. That was weird. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) That was weird. And I, I, I actually did get into that school. Wait, wait, you wrote like, Oh, a college entrance essay. Yes. I mean, that's still weird, but I thought like one of your class assignments, you wrote in, you wrote a paper about how you won. And I was about to like, what'd you get on it? You're right. That's weirder. That would be weirder. <laughs> Cause it's like, what? Yeah. That's weirder. <laughs> was that the assignment? Yeah. No, that wasn't the assignment. Um, I don't know. So women's UFC is like also an interesting thing because how do we feel about women beating the shit out of each other? I feel like men who love watching men beat the shit out of each other get a little uh, about women doing it, which is interesting. I mean, it kind of makes, I mean, if we're talking about tapping into something primal and I always hate it when people try to use like, I don't know. I, I often think people like misuse like, well, biologically, you know, it makes sense that we're designed to arguments against certain things. But I do, I do understand if like, I don't know. I just think of like the the beetles that will like the male beetles with the huge horns that will like, you know, attack each other and like toss each other off ledges and shit. They're not doing that to the females. They don't want the females to do that to each other. I mean, they don't want anything. They're bugs. My point is like, it's often the males of a species that like go at it like that for like dominance. And then like the females are like, you know, in terms of sexual selection, like waiting to see which one has the greatest strength. And again, I'm not saying that that is actually how it's working for humans because I think trying to apply any of these rules to humans is like ignoring a ton of like other aspects of, you know, like the weirdness that we're the only animals that can actually think about ourselves like that. Mm -hmm. But this is to say that it like, it does make some sense if you're tapping to something primal, that it wouldn't be as appealing for males liking to watch each other get hurt to watch the female of the species get hurt, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And same with women, even women who want to watch the males compete for dominance wouldn't necessarily want, you know, and real shit, and this gets back to my kind of original feeling. That's why heavyweights. Okay, so there's weight. There's weight classes, right? Mm-hmm. So there's I don't even I can't name all the weight classes, but there's lightweight, and then there's a bunch of different classes in between, and then there's heavyweight, right? And that goes for boxing and for UFC. And I I'm so much more compelled by heavyweight boxing and heavyweight UFC fighting, and I feel like this is my primal shit. It's because those heavyweights could kill all of the classes below them, right? Isn't that what we're implying? And so some part of you is like, that is the peak of dominance. Yes. Like I'm that like, is physical dominance right yes, there. What he I'm has. like, this is the battle of the top of the top of the mm-hmm. supreme. Yeah. You said this man will have my babies. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a few times, but no, but yeah, it is the beetles. It is the, what are they called? Stag beetles? I'm going to kick myself. I can't remember what, be- but you know, like rams do this too. But yeah, it is the. It is, there is something about like the, uh, the, the, the sexual selection element of it too, for women probably of like, you want the most physically dominant of the species, some primal part. But then again, like, I think there's other primal instincts like there too. Like, I think there's also just like some part of every organism, regardless of gender, you know, or if you don't subscribe to gender, regardless, I think there's probably something primal that just kind of enjoys bloodlust to some extent. Yeah. Because the truth is for all of us, like survival is something primal. And I think like in some ways, like seeing the, the violence, especially, you know, is like, there is something appealing about that, even if we're also horrified by it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I agree. And I want to, I want us to delve a little bit, a little more into UFC and into some of the characters because it's an interesting sport and it's an interesting kind of person who will fight and will sell fights and not just UFC, but boxing as well. So I'm glad to know though. I'm glad to know your thoughts. I'm glad to have shared with you the origin of the sport and kind of what the deal is. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for telling me. I mean, it, it didn't change my opinion, but it is interesting to know that this is like a much improved version of, of the thing I'm already sort of like horrified by. Yeah, dude. Like it could be a lot worse. You and John McCain could be over there like, this is so the late John McCain, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't think I'd probably be chatting with him about it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's interesting. It's interesting in to see how far it came. And I didn't really know that it started at, as like, I mean, purely, purely gladiator style, you know? Yeah. I mean, in some ways it's like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of, that really tracks though. Uh, hey, before we go, I want to give a huge shout out to High Pulp. Yes. Thank you to High Pulp. Check them out on Spotify. All right. Well, I've been Lucy. And I've been Sydney. And guys, until we talk to you next week, uh, remember to schedule that appointment. Mm-hmm.